to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, it's Angela. Welcome back to Architecting. I am so glad you are here. We're going to have fun today because we are dealing with the topic of how to get comfortable with uncertainty. What it comes down to is how solid of a foundation you have, which is why I want to make sure you know about my stressless success class. We are starting on Monday, May 8th. You really want to check this out because when we talk about success, so many people jump to what we could call the milestones of certainty. External measures like what is your title at your job? How much money are you making? What have you accomplished? If those things are not an outward reflection of our inner authenticity, if they're just things we chased because we thought success looked a certain way, they don't bring us happiness or joy. They don't help us make life better for other people. They become empty and hollow and meaningless. If you're just chasing the need to keep up with other people and do what you think you should be doing, checking the boxes on someone else's list, you are probably feeling really stressed out, really overwhelmed, and honestly, when we lose touch with our purpose, that is the root cause of burnout. So yes, it's having more to do than we can handle, but also more to do without that sense of meaningfulness attached to it. Because when we do what we love, when we feel that deep connection to our purpose, when we feel that the things that are in our day have meaning, they give us energy. They don't take it away. Also, when we are that connected to our purpose, we naturally show up in the world in a whole different way. That different way of showing up lets us be seen by other people, lets us be magnetic, lets people be drawn to us so that we start to be able to have the positive impact we really want to. And if you're part of the architecting community, I know that you're here because you want to make a difference. You believe that design helps people to live better lives. And you want to be part of helping to make that difference. But we don't make that difference from that place of depletion and exhaustion and burnout. And that is what stressless success is all about. And if you're thinking, I don't have time for another course, Think of it this way. What would happen if you were just 100% all in on one thing for one hour a day every day? Could you do that? Could you clear the space to do that? 
And what kind of momentum would you get going as you started to be focused? So the way the class works is we get together once a week for a one-hour call. That's your first hour, right? You also get eight meditations, so one for every week of the class. Why am I doing that? Well, typical classes, you might get course material and you might have some live component to it, but it's still just information. No matter how good the information is, it's still work to take that information and actually use the insights you're gaining to behave differently in the world. So I also have eight 10-minute meditations that go with each of the courses. It's something you can do when you wake up in the morning, first thing, listen to it, and that theme helps get you in a different mindset. It changes your receptivity. It lets you start seeing opportunities all day long to work with the theme of that particular week. It's a really powerful, almost passive way, right? We're activating our self-conscious to do the work for us. So it doesn't feel so hard to make these shifts. What are you going to do with the other six days of your week with your 100% hour? Now, the things you're learning in the course start to give you ideas about how to spend that hour. If you think you don't have time, you really do. And what does it cost you not to dedicate that hour to yourself? What will your life look like two months from now if you just keep everything per the status quo? Business as usual, doing what you're doing right now. What could it look like if you gave that 100%? One hour, just one hour to your personal development. And again, the class is just a tool. So it takes one hour of your day, one day a week to actively engage in the class. But then those other one hours, you are continuing to activate the information. The meditations are helping you have more intention and mindfulness about it. And it's all working together so that when our time together is over at the end of June, you are in a different place. Not only are you in a different place, but you have set yourself up for success by building momentum. You're going to keep that momentum going long after our time together is done. And you're going to see incredible, powerful shifts. I've used these techniques in my own life. About five years ago, I had to make some very radical changes in my life, including choosing to leave a marriage with someone who was suffering from mental health issues and addiction and realizing I had done everything I could and that it was more harmful to me and our children to stay than to walk away. At that same time, I said, I'm going to say yes to myself from now on. And I'm going to say yes to myself, not just for me, but because people are watching me. My children are seeing every time I choose to put myself last. It's not just what is taught. It's what is caught. 
what lessons are they learning about how life works, how the world works when they see me spinning out in the struggle? And they are suffering from that. So I'm not serving them when I'm not serving myself. When they're buying me stress relief things for my birthday, what message have I sent to them? Have I shown them that life is joyless and a slog and all you do is work? All you do is run errands? All you do is worry about meeting other people's needs? Or do I want to show my children that we are all here for a higher purpose and that we can change the world together, that we can make a difference, and that we can do that being in joy being at peace, experiencing love. When we are living in our purpose, we have resiliency. And that resiliency allows us to navigate uncertainty. And in my own life, once I did that, once I embraced uncertainty, once I started to believe in my ability to be resilient and set myself free to make much more aligned choices, I bent the curve on my success because things started to take off for me. While I had been slowly accumulating certain successes in my life. I got fellowships in two organizations. I started being invited to speak, to have more and more opportunities to publish, to talk about my research, to have much more of an authority, to be invited to be mentors in two different programs. All of these things just took off when I changed the way that I showed up in the world. And it wasn't just the work wins. I started making different choices about my personal life, taking care of myself, getting massages on a regular basis, doing more fun things with my kids, taking better vacations. We have done bucket list vacations every year for the last five years. And having that fun in my life, having that social experience, having that personal care has also been part of this shift. That is really why I chose to create this course. I wanted everybody to tap into your purpose and expressing that with joy to defining success on your terms, to doing what nourishes you because a healthy, whole, well-nourished, purpose-driven you serves the world in a way that you being depleted and exhausted never can. You can find it on my website. It is available right on the front page, architectingpodcast.com. I'm also going to put a link to it in the show notes. Check it out because there are some great bonuses that are going to expire. So you definitely want to get in now, not later, and get those bonuses as well. And one of them is my Wellness for the Working World series. This is a series of interviews that I've done with experts on different aspects of health and wellness. So there's things in there like how to use yoga and movement for stress release, nutrition, sleep expert, 
weighing in on how sleep can be a game changer for your life, anger management, using EFT or tapping to release trauma and stress from your life, hypnotherapy and techniques that you can use to become more aware and mindful and change your habits and rewire your subconscious. So there are seven different interviews in there now and I add to it over time. So once you get that course, you get every new interview as well. It's a really great bonus, but it is going away after Thursday. So you definitely, if you're hearing this and you are interested in the course, this is a very valuable bonus. So don't miss out on it. Don't miss out on doing this for yourself. We are covering so many great topics that you really will see such a big shift in your life. What are you going to learn in this course? We're going to focus on how to be more high performance. So to do more better in less time, focus on boundaries, making your yes in your heart be the yes you give to others and the no being the no. We're going to look at integrating work and life so we can reduce some of the friction. And the course topics, they're really designed to build on one another. So we start with how do we get out of stress and get focused? How do we change the way our day flows so we make space for what matters? How do we cultivate a growth mindset so we're always evolving and always embracing the possible? How do we get clarity on our purpose and find the through line on our life to this point and our career to this point? Taming the chaos. How do we really eliminate some of those distractions? That's where the boundary work comes in. Laser focus tactics. How do we get and stay in flow state? Also knowing and getting paid your worth so often. When we want to be of service, we're afraid to also realize that there is high value to that service. So we're going to work on some of that as well. You can check it out on my website, architectingpodcast.com. And we start next week. I am so excited to be able to work with you in this way and to really help you make a difference. So this is foundational to this idea of overcoming uncertainty. Often we run from uncertainty. We're made uncomfortable by it because the mind likes its habits and it thrives on the routine. The problem with that is that when that is too repetitive too often and there's no change, there is stagnation because you really can never be in a steady state with no energy flowing. You either are flowing or you're stagnating. Our natural comfort with the familiar doesn't serve us. So when we feel the uncertainty, rather than run away from it or ignore it or make it wrong, we have to look at how it can serve us. Where is the challenge there? Where is the opportunity to grow? And then we have to lean into that uncertainty. Someone I follow, Gabrielle Bernstein, had a great quote on her podcast that I wanted to share with you because somebody asked her about 
how she felt about the person she'd become over the arc of her entire career. And her answer was that she hasn't become anything. She's just let go of who she thought she should be. And I thought that was so powerful because we all have this idea of who we're supposed to be, what we should be doing, what success should look like. We really do spend so much of our life chasing this external definition instead of following our inner compass. And that's why uncertainty feels so uncomfortable to us because it is challenging this definition. We have this clear path. We have this formula. It's supposed to turn out a certain way. Life is not meant to be predictable. And when you have that foundation built, when you know your authentic self, when you make decisions in your life that are tuned in with who you really are, what you really want, you never have to be thrown by something going away you didn't expect. Instead, you can see the possibility in the unexpected. Instead of feeling that the unexpected is wrecking your plans, life is what happens to you when you're busy making plans. We often are so caught up in how we can structure our lives that we don't see how the structure is holding us back. It's keeping us playing small. It's making us risk adverse. When you are working on a project with your client, we're trying to get them excited about a sustainability strategy or a new material or a design concept that's innovative. How frustrated do you get when they are risk adverse, when they just want to do what they know works? What is your response to that? You can see how, yeah, what they have works, sort of, but it could be so much better if only. And I want you to apply that to your own life. Doing what we know works is the opposite of creativity. Creativity lives in that world of uncertainty. It lives in that world where we don't have so much oppressive structure and so much oppressive process that there is no room to say, why or how can we? And I really want to challenge you not only to be comfortable with uncertainty, but to seek it out. That is why the pandemic had such a huge impact on people and we're still feeling its aftershocks. It completely disrupted the status quo. It put everyone in a perpetual state of uncertainty for a prolonged period of time. So then we had to look within even though it was uncomfortable, even though we're used to stuffing down our feelings, even though we're used to ignoring our needs, it forced us to really look in the mirror, both individually and collectively as a culture. 
And when we did that, we started to realize that we didn't always like what we saw. And that's why we can't just go back to the way it was because we don't want to. All of a sudden, we've questioned the premise of a whole lot of things. We're still navigating through a lot of that uncertainty, which is why there's still a lot of agitation out there and unrest out there because we're settling into what do we want. So how do we navigate that uncertainty? How do we get in touch with what we really want? Well, the first thing that you need to do is to stop intellectualizing it. You got to feel into your body. What is your body telling you? Because our body is a very intelligent instrument. Body is connected to our emotions. Our emotions are expressed through our endocrine system. So our body is picking up signals from the world around us. And we can tap into our body and really start to feel into what is a right choice for us, what is a wrong choice, what is a good relationship, what is a bad relationship, what way that we behaved felt good to us versus didn't feel so good. And we can course correct. We get out of our head We stop spinning the repetitive thoughts, the old stories, the habit. We tune into what is needed in the moment and we respond to that need. So that is the first way to navigate uncertainty is to calm down, to regulate your nervous system. You can use breathing techniques. You can use yoga poses but really drop down into your body, get out of your head, use your five senses, and truly feel into what you should do to respond. The next way to deal with uncertainty is to look inside. And this is where the work you do to get clarity around your purpose really pays off because the more you do that, the easier it is to go to your North Star and to navigate that way because you will know if something is aligned with what you want to do, what your purpose is, and when it's not. And that will make it a lot easier for you to say yes or say no. It'll make it a lot easier for you to weigh the pros and cons of a situation and to see what maybe a situation is 80% of what you need it to be, but how do we get that other 20? What can we tweak? What can we change? So you start to ask better questions out there. And then the last thing that I want to leave you with around uncertainty is the idea that the answers don't always come from what we know. Uncertainty requires creativity, and by its definition, creativity means we've not done it before. Where do we go for answers? We go outside of what we know. Challenge yourself to look beyond the usual places you seek answers. 
challenge yourself to look at what other industries are doing, what other cultures are doing. Challenge yourself to look at different processes. Challenge yourself to just keep asking why. Until the why is an answer that is 100% aligned with your North Star, your inner purpose, to keep on questioning. Because as we peel back the layers, what we start to see is the guiding truth of a situation, which whether it's comfortable or not, the truth is what unlocks everything for us. The truth lets us course correct. The truth lets us decide that something is worth the investment of our time or not. And the truth lets us ask that question of how can I? To suddenly connect the dots around what I call the adjacent possible, the things that are not belonging to the world of the problem at hand, but are just beyond it that we could pull in that would change the game, that would move things forward for us. When we can use those three tools, we can really feel very, very comfortable with uncertainty and very much be in a place where we enjoy the uncertainty because we know that that is leading us somewhere big every single time. We can be comfortable with failure because we can recognize that it's just a sign that we need to course correct, not a sign that we are bad or wrong or stupid. We can let go of the anger, guilt, and shame that keeps us so stuck and so adverse to risk and so unwilling to reach for what would be true success for us. I love that you shared this time with me today. I really value you being a part of this community. And if you want to help others find us as well, be sure to like, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen It really does make a difference to help people find their way here so that they can be part of this movement, be advocates for a different way of showing up in the world where we really can make a difference. Love you all. See you next time. you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired. (laughs)